0: Hi, this is David Yaz at the Boston Podcast Network, host of the Boston Podcast. The show you're about to hear was actually recorded a number of months back before it was posted. Sometimes that happens due to our production schedule. Doesn't matter though, still a great show and you're gonna enjoy it. By the way, I'll let you in on a little secret. If you wanna be a, a guest on the Boston Podcast, I'll give you the secret link. It's pod617.com slash invite. That's pod617.com slash invite. You pick a time for the show to be recorded. Tell us a little bit about yourself. And before long, you may indeed be a guest on on the show. Enough of my yapping. on with the show. Are you ready? It's showtime! From the Pod 617 studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. This is our f***ing scene. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all the ships at sea, lovers, muggers, and thieves, welcome to the Boston Podcast. My name is Dave. If you like our show, please subscribe or follow to be more accurate. We don't subscribe anymore, people. We follow podcasts. It's that They told us that's what we do now. I don't know. So if you like the show, follow it on Apple Podcasts or wherever Spotify, wherever you find your pods. And by the way, if you'd like your own podcast, we produce them here at the Boston Podcast Network. You can go to pod617.com. To get started, you could be the next big podcast star, as we say in Boston, pod617.com. Speaking of stars, I've got one on the line I've never had on my show, I don't think, uh, a makeup artist before. And this is a great place to start because she's an Emmy award-winning makeup artist. She's got her own products she's going to tell us about. Eva Jane Bunkley is here in the virtual studio with us. We're going to give her a round of applause. (laughs) How are you, Eva Jane?
1: Oh, my goodness. I'm awesome. I am awesome. I love that. I get to be the first. The first. Yes.
0: (laughs) And believe me, an old guy like myself, I could use anything to make me look slightly better, younger or just feel a little bit more beautiful, which is what your business is. Tell me how you got started in this, first of all.
1: Oh, goodness. So I have been a professional makeup artist since 1993. I um, moved to Atlanta to begin my professional career and makeup was where I started. I actually thought that I was going to be dressing people. I majored in textiles and clothing. I was a fashion major. Oh, cool. So it was all kind of related, which was pretty cool. But makeup ended up sticking. I loved art mm-hmm. and I love being close to people in that way and giving them that confidence. And so television makeup kind of came right next. And by the time I know was applying and... and Going out and got my Emmys back in 2001 and 2002, and the rest is history. That's and then-
0: so, that's so cool. Yeah. So what <laughs> you were you were um, providing makeup services for on air talent on on the news? Is that what it was, or what what was it?
1: Exactly. Okay. I I did. I worked in news. I'm um, still dabbling in news occasionally. Ironically, post pandemic, I just went back doing some news makeup. For the first time, this. But I worked on um, a show called Judge Hatchet. I was her makeup artist for many years. I worked on a Christian broadcast and was their makeup artist for like ten years, based here, ten or eleven years, and and still news. So and and anybody in between, some film, even some theater, but but primarily lots of uh, TV and news, different shows. Mm-hmm. What do you and like? Events. I, I mean. I got to meet the coolest people when they would travel in town and hire me for special, um, events. I mean, mm-hmm. folks like Adam West. Oh yeah. Batman. Oh sure. my God. That was like amazing. Cicely Tyson. Wow. Um, Donnie Osmond.
0: Wow. Oh, there was a the guy. He's, Holiday. Okay. Well, Jennifer <laughs> Holiday's is amazing. Donnie, Donnie Osmond looks like he has really nice skin.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I got to meet Marie once too. Oh. And she was, I mean, she was such a boss. I mean, they've been <laughs> in the industry, of course, like entire lives. And she just knew exactly how to do. She didn't even need me. She's like, oh, I got this. This is what I do. And I know how the lighting needs to be. She was running everything. She was amazing.
0: Donny Osmond, I do a, a music podcast that's different from this podcast. But Donny Osmond, we think of him as kind of, oh, I don't know. Some might think of him as kind of a wimpy singer. But he could rock out. Listen to this. This is the Osmonds. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. Yeah. It's a song called I da- love da- that <laughs> song down yeah. called called Down by the Lazy River. Check that out by The Osmonds. But so were Donnie Marie, Marie nice with a uh, personable and yeah. all that? Yeah? Oh, definitely,
1: yeah. definitely. I I think I got to work with him on two separate occasions for like promotional events he was doing here in Atlanta, so mm-hmm. got to kind of go around with him and that was that was pretty cool.
0: That's cool. Yeah. So What do you like about it?
1: About makeup, about industry? Yeah, about Um, all of it. I don't so much love, people say, oh, you love makeup. No, what I love is empowering people. And when I'm called in, it's because people have to face the public and be comfortable feel like they look their best. So that's what I give them. And in the meantime, sometimes you get to develop some personal connections. It's almost like sometimes you're a counselor at that point in time. So that's what I really love. And Jumping ahead a little bit, but not sure, too much, sure. is when it comes to transitioning to the product side of it. I feel like I'm able to empower people even more if they didn't have a me around to be able to look their best. My my slogan is making beauty easier. That's what I want to do: is be able to provide and curate products that are able to get in the hands of just anybody and they're able to easily get a look that they can feel comfortable with whatever their lifestyle is Mm. because sometimes you don't need a full face you just want to put on a little lash let your eyebrows stand out and that be that and then you feel like you can face the world so that's really really what I love about it and I have another love story but I'm gonna let you because I'll just keep going well
0: we're gonna (laughs) we're gonna talk about what you invented the makeup bullet. That's a, that's a tease now, but I'm not going to let that hang in the air. I want to hear your love story. This is a podcast. It's for stories. So go ahead. Tell me.
1: It's actually about the makeup. bullet. Oh, okay.
0: Well, there you go. (laughs) It all all comes together.
1: So the makeup bullet came to me while I was actually on set doing news. I had a lady in my chair and news makeup, it's live. You don't have any grace, they gotta get there and you gotta get out of the chair. And I was needing to touch her up just a little more. I had one little thing I wanted to fix and my go-to tool is my blending sponge. And I couldn't figure out where I put it and I'm searching for it. I have my makeup spread out. I'm a messy artist. Mm. So it's all spread out. I'm looking on the floor. I'm looking all around. I'm like, I have no clue what happened to it. She's getting nervous. I'm getting nervous. She's like, I got to go.
0: Yeah, clock's ticking. Yeah,
1: The clock is ticking. So the thought popped in my head. If my sponge was attached to my finger, that would be one less thing I'm looking for because I'm constantly looking for stuff. And I thought, wait, wait, wait a minute. That's kind of a good idea. I wonder if there's a thing like that. Mm. there wasn't Mm. so fast forward many years later when i got up my own confidence because it took me kind of a minute the makeup bullet was born so i have a friend who invited me to speak at an event and she wanted to talk about the invention process Mm -hmm. and so i i told the audience about it and as i was leaving a lady kind of followed me and she said you know what that the makeup bullet seems like a perfect um, product for me. And what had happened, she had some type of illness and she couldn't move her fingers. And so I gave her a box and I was like, just try these and see what you think. So a few weeks later, she called me. And as an entrepreneur, you have so many ups and downs. And she called me at a point where I was trying to figure through some things. I was feeling a little down about business. And she calls me, I'm walking through the grocery store of all places. And she had me almost in tears because she said, I finally Tried your product. She said, I Mm -hmm. hadn't done my makeup in five years because I couldn't hold my makeup brushes. And I put your makeup bullet on and I did my makeup. And my husband and I went out and celebrated our wedding anniversary. And I was like, that gave me so much just joy. I'm like, if I created that product just for that one woman, like right now, I could stop. Mm -hmm. It was just like to be able to put that energy out into the world for somebody that I just, I didn't consider all of the the people that could benefit. I just knew somebody like me could benefit, but just to look at the community and I've had people elder. I had a, a man give it to his elderly mother who's still, she's, he says she's still a diva, but mm. she can't <laughs> hold her brushes because she has dexterity issues. Mm. And that community. So I'm just like, it, it's, it's, the appeal was much wider so the, and it to do it
0: so it comes in handy for you it came in handy out of convenience it, it was just <laughs> you, you'd lost your much what you're telling me is and mm-hmm. Eva Jane is, show, show is she's showing mm-hmm. it to me right now <laughs> i was just look i was just looking at the demo video that you have uh, on youtube And Mm -hmm. I could play a little bit. This is a podcast, so people can't see us, but, but, but if you go on YouTube, there's artist who created
1: the makeup bullet, high def cosmetic finger sponge. As you can see, it fits snugly on a finger and it does the most flawless finish for your creams, your powders, your concealers, your foundations, blushes. So I'm going to show you just how easy the makeup bullet is.
0: You're a natural at this. So obviously, but, but what you're telling me it's, is that people who have trouble with dexterity, like you just said, or people who have issues, it comes in handy for them too. Is that what you're saying?
1: Definitely. People who need adaptable makeup tools, it is, it can be very, very helpful for somebody who can't grip okay, or can't bend, but still wants to be able to have, it's just kind of an extension. It becomes an extension of your hand, right. but then the, the, the material that I've used, it's 100% uh, manufactured in the U.S. I vetted a lot of different um, raw materials. Mm-hmm. So the material is a um, hypoallergenic, latex-free, because a lot of people do have latex allergies. It's a latex-free material. And the pore size is such that you don't have to moisten it. And I know you're probably not super familiar with like all the blending tools out there, but a lot of them-, of them say you have to moisten them okay. in order for them to work properly but you use my product dry if you do want to wet it you can but you you have to do it according to the instructions i'll just say it like that mm. but it's just very convenient and it doesn't require a whole lot of extra to get it to do what you want it to do
0: mm. fits right on your finger so but it's not disposable you you. so i take it you you just wash it off when you're done
1: you can, it is washable so right. you can reuse it several times. I like to say for the lifespan two to three months, although people have come back to me after a year saying, yeah, I need to change it out now. Yeah. So it's really going <laughs> right. to depend on use. It's going to depend on somebody's skin. Some people are more sensitive, but you can clean it. There was one other thing I was going to tell you about it. Oh, I'll think of it.
0: Uh, when you think <laughs> of it, I'm not in any rush. You, when you think of it, you let me know. So the. To me, it makes perfect sense. I'm surprised that something didn't exist like that because so I have a small amount of experience with makeup. So I used to be I used to be a a newspaper editor in Boston and the TV stations would often call and ask me to provide commentary because we were kind of unbiased about whatever case was going on that day. And so Mm -hmm. I, I did. There was a period where I was probably doing one or two TV hits a week and guy in my office hired a makeup person to come in and talk to me and a couple of the other reporters and we felt like a fish out of water because we had never i'd never done makeup before but i'm not adverse to it if it's gonna make me look better come on and so they kept it simple i don't even remember what it was called but it was like it was basically like powder like powder to take the shine off the forehead and i gotta tell you it worked brilliantly because when you're doing this when you're doing a tv spot so if your friends see you on tv the first thing they notice is not going to be the brilliance of what you say. It's going to be whether your forehead is shiny and, and or whatever, or you look like crap, right? Exactly. So so that was a long way of me telling you my my experience with it. But I've always thought there's still a big market out there for makeup for men because I think a lot of men probably would use makeup if they thought it could help yeah, here and there for special occasions maybe. But it's not makeup; is not really marketed to men. So I take it you have done makeup on TV personalities, men as well as women. Is that right?
1: Oh, most definitely. Yeah, definitely. And of course, the the TV people they'll usually have their own kits mm-hmm. of their color that that goes with their. Comp- so yeah, I've I've given several men like, hey, try out the makeup bullets, stick it in with your powder. What I was going to say, I did remember. Oh, good. <laughs> was the versatility in that you can multitask. So with your, a lot of people will say, oh, I'm just sticking on my index finger and da-da-da. Well, normally when you, when you do makeup or where you, when you're applying creams and that type of thing, we'll say you use your, your weaker fingers. Your ring and your middle fingers are those fingers that are good because they have a more gentle touch. So if you pop the makeup bullet on one of those two fingers, then you still can use your index and your thumb, your dominant to hold other things. Right. So then you can get through your routine quicker. So you don't have to like take it on, pop it off, but you can still kind of do f- several things at once. So one thing that I love about a few of the products in my line is you're able to use them for more than one thing. If one product can do more than one thing, then you know it kind of helps your pocket a little and it helps you speed up and you're not searching for so many things and spreading out so many things. And that's where I sometimes get bogged down is, if i have so many things spread out then which i tend to do then i'm just constantly searching. so mm-hmm. making it easier but faster and faster makes it easier too.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah i remember the, again the few times that i've had makeup on inevitably i ended up using like all my fingers just well it's not quite good there i'm <laughs> spreading it around and that now you've got makeup all over your hands and so you can't do anything else so i can see where that would would come in handy. do you, uh, do you think more men should wear makeup? Do, do you think they 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 think it's too I'm stereotyping here, but they think oh. it's too effeminate or whatever.
1: I don't. I I think people should do what they're comfortable doing, and if, if that makes sense. I had a good friend come to me during for in, ahead of his wedding, and he's like, "Look, I I, I really don't want to be up there looking a certain way, and, I, and this little thing came up on my face. Can you recommend yeah. something? So special occasions or some. Some men feel life is a special occasion. So I don't knock anybody for expressing themselves through beauty. However you want to face the world is what I think you should do. There are some men that I've seen can beat their faces so much better than, than most women. Mm-hmm. And it's just like amazing. I'm like, man, you did your eyes like that. So I, I'm, I'm in the beauty industry. It's about really confidence and acceptance and and being able to to be you because i mean I, i'm not about oppressing people that that's one thing i really am and that's why what i do love about the beauty industry because it's so. so yeah i i have lots of guys who love the makeup bullet
0: now i think i i think during this the pandemic and which hopefully we're coming out of but still doing tons of zoom meetings mm-hmm. makeup is more important than ever isn't it because it because people if people can't see whether you're wearing pants or not like that's fine but but your face i mean still important look good on camera right
1: oh definitely and early on in the pandemic that was one of the (laughs) one of the things that a lot of my friends and associates came to me they're like can you like show me how to do can we do a zoom session i even did one where There was a lady, she was going and she had some type of on air something, but because of pandemic, they weren't going to have makeup for her and she wasn't confident. So I actually did her makeup virtually. I guided her hands to do what she needed to do. I'm like, no, 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 don't move it that way. (laughs) Move it this way. So I did her makeup virtually. That was like the first time I'd ever done that. And it was great. She was like, I could not do this by myself, Mm. but because of the situation that we're in or we're in she was able to look like a professional makeup artist did her face
0: yeah that's great yeah. that's a good use of it i think we should all tell zoom to stay out of the makeup business because that there are filters now like i'm I'm hitting a button now that gives me different eyebrows that looks terrible um and oh, oh my, my god goodness. They you are,
1: are you me. Look.
0: or lip color i, I can put Now my lips are like uh, this is like a maroon or something I don't know I'm colorblind but it it okay so now I just look like a clown like literally but here's rainbow this this is a this is my lips are supposed to be rainbow colored now okay we won't do that but there was there was one I was on a Zoom call with one woman and she said I have to admit I'm wearing Zoom art like (laughs) virtual lipstick and I actually wouldn't have known but you know what I say to Zoom let's let's leave it to. Eva Jane and the and the um, experts here.
1: That's interesting. Now, okay. <laughs> so if it works perfectly without being glitchy, I think that could be great. But you know, some sometimes like for instance, if you're not doing the virtual backdrop, right, if you're not like using a green screen or using it, and then the, the things start like growing out of your head that right. are in your background. like I would hate for that to happen, like with your lips, if it like put them like on your ear or something. But if it works, I if, guess. Or maybe I in a I pinch, know. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. technology's so freaky sometimes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, as, and we know you can turn yourself into a rabbit or a fox yes. or whatever I am now, but which is yes. fun for a minute, but you could get stuck I on that. watched
1: a documentary like that where people, they needed to alter selves because they were venturing into territory. I guess that wasn't safe for them to talk about. So.
0: Oh, okay. That's, the, the uh, virtual reality thing was that 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 one
1: uh-huh yeah
0: i'm familiar yeah. with it yeah yeah well that is uh, that's it that's that's uh it's a whole nother can of worms there <laughs> it's a the
1: whole nother show it
0: is it is it is so yeah. uh tell us where people can find the makeup bullet and where they can learn about all your stuff
1: Sure. So they can either go to the com or if you remember my name if it's easier, evajanebeauty.com, but I sell both through my website and if you are an avid Amazon person and you have Prime and you want to use that, you can you can do that as well. Very cool. But yeah, I appreciate this. This is fabulous. I
0: hope you had fun. I learned a few things. And I'm glad you're still out there making people beautiful and making people feel better about themselves. Because that seems to be your calling. I applaud you for it.
1: It is. It is indeed
0: so again go to evajanebeauty.com or makeupbullet.com to find out all about that stuff and i may be in touch in the future i may need a con- makeup consultant i'm not ashamed i'm not ashamed i'm getting up there in age i can use all the help i could get Thank you very much.
1: The Makeup
0: Bullet. Get the V in there. Oh, the Makeup Bullet. The Makeup Bullet. Sorry. The Makeup yep. Bullet. Don't forget that, people. Oh, thank you so much. You are a wonderful guest. Thanks to all, listener, all the listeners out there. If you like the show, follow us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your pods. If you want your own podcast, go to pod617.com. On behalf of Eva Jane and all the beautiful people out there, my name is Dave. I'm just a guy from Boston. If you're not from Boston, you must be the other guy. Have a great day, everybody.